Ladies and gentlemen, good evening. Hi, I'm Mark Williams, and this is 365 Days of Sport. 365 Days of Sport. Yes, thank you, Mark Williams, two-time world snooker champion, the man from Wales. Had a win in the week. First ranking tournament win for oh, a long time. Seven years, I believe. But uh, there we go. Um, thanks for joining us. It is the greatest sports radio show on the planet. It's 365 days of sport. And right in front of me, as always, the man about town. Ooh, the yeah. man about the betting apps. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah it's yeah. Rob Bryers, everybody. Yeah. Rob, how's the form? I'll get, well, Melbourne Cup of Greyhounds. Oh, Melbourne Cup is of that, Greyhounds. Is that what we're looking at? Yep. Tell me about it. Straight you, off the bat. Did you go? No, I didn't go. Oh, what's but, going on there? Uh, I stopped in at my uh, good friends on the way home living uh, at Footscray. Yep. And I put my tips out to the masses at work, to everyone for yep. the race. A three-dog multi up to 20 bucks. Right. Chucked a 50 on and uh year came in. Whoa. Bang, boom, boom. Cheeky, grungy for Roberto. Shardell race five. Fantabelle race Six. That's the big and one. And the Melbourne Cup based in DB. Um, Fantabelle did. Okay. Won the bold tris. Fantabelle. 715 meter. Smash oh, it. Oh, the big one. Yeah. So anyway, I spent the whole rest of the weekend celebrating. I bet. And that money's all gone. <laughs> that was good. There you go. A weekend yeah, in that. the life of Robert <laughs> Bryce with a bit of dough. Not quite. Not quite. But more or less. Hey, yeah. going back to Mark Williams, we were just saying he. Uh, this as soon was... as I heard him on this thing, I thought, oh, I thought, who the hell's Mark Williams? Yeah, yeah. And then I remembered Snooker. That's yeah, we, we met him, Rob. Yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah. I did chat to him. Well, he, uh, like I said, he hadn't won a tournament for uh, seven years, mm. and this is in Belfast, where we've been, obviously. Seven years. Seven years, isn't it? He was a two time world champion. Mm. Um, in the final this tournament, one, he had a, not an injury cloud, his wife was actually in hospital, mm. but got diagnosed with meningitis, so uh, they didn't know what to do, whether he made the final. Thought he might have to go back to Wales to go to the hospital to see her. Um, I recall him saying when we were there, chatting to him, that he, his young lad was having health problems that's at exactly the time. exactly right. I'm, I'm, yeah, I forgot about that. Might be one of those families prone to uh, yeah, bad things happening. It's got Who a, knows? It's got a Welsh gene in it. Mm-hmm. It's not quite there. How did she come through? Yeah, apparently she's doing a bit better now. Yeah. But how's this? The only time he led in the whole match mm-hmm. was the final frame. Really? Yeah. Big comeback. So he was behind all the way. He yeah. won the last couple of frames to win. £70,000. Top prize. Uh, and obviously his wife is doing a bit better. Great success. Um, but the plus side to this is Mark Williams, he was playing against uh, uh, Bing Tao mm. from China, who he would have become the youngest ever snooker ranking tournament winner if he'd won that final. Who would he have been? Whose record would he have been? It would be your old mate. Friend of the show. Yes. Ronnie O'Sullivan. So Ronnie O'Sullivan won the uh, UK Championship in 93 at the tender age of just 17 years and 358 days. Uh, Bing Tao would have knocked 75 days off that feet if he'd won the final. But Mark Williams stuck up for his mate and did the business. I'd like to know what the live betting was going into that last frame. Whoa. It would have been quite phenomenal. Snooker's quite good for live betting, but you can't, you can't bet live here, okay. can you, online? You can't over know. the phone. I'll tell you what, I was looking for a live bet for the other day. Oh, yeah. I switched on a late night Tuesday, couldn't sleep. <laughs> what, guess what was on? Miss, uh, Miss Universe. Oh, Miss Universe? Yeah. Do you know okay. this still goes? It's still well, going. Well, it's a Trump thing, though, isn't it? Uh, is that, or is that Miss Vegas World? Somewhere? Um, how come Mr. Universe is bodybuilding? That's obviously a sport. <laughs> yes. Miss Universe is just basically, is she hot? It's true. How come um, 
nobody, only Earth people win Miss Universe. Well, it's very narrow-minded, isn't I know, it? They're not, they're not Earth-minded to space explorerity. Explorerity? Yeah, just Exploration. make up words. Hey, talking about exploration. Ooh. Have you heard about Mad Mike Hughes? Definitely not. You haven't heard about Mad Mike Hughes? He's a flat earther, Rob. Oh, <laughs> to prove. I cannot believe this is taking off. I cannot, it's, it's growing. To prove the yeah. earth is flat. Yep. He built his own rocket. <laughs> steam powered. I'm not joking. Steam powered. So he's going to launch himself into space. Yeah. To try and prove the earth is flat. It's all, it's all the wheels are in motion. This is happening. It's happening right now, but I've just looked it up on the interweb here. Mad Mike Hughes, a 61-year-old limo driver from California, has been building a rocket out of salvage parts for two years, costing him a reported $20,000. He planned to launch himself over the Mojave Desert at 500 miles an hour. Right. But Just NASA, like Wiley Coyote or something. Yeah, yeah it's, Acme, it. Acme, it's an Acme, Acme rocket, rocket, yeah. Um, but uh, the Bureau of Land Management has stopped him from making the launch on public land uh, basically, they don't think he's going to survive. Yeah, I can't. It doesn't sound like he's got a great deal of scientific qualification or engineering <laughs> design. I think he's missing a few screws. There's lots of clues this as to why brilliant. this won't work. This is brilliant. In addition to his launch site issues, Mr. Hughes suffered a setback over his homemade rocket launcher, which he crafted out of a used motorhome. The launcher broke down in his own driveway, <laughs> but has soon since been fixed. <laughs> I mean, absolute best case scenario is he gets up, he gets airborne, breaks the uh, outer outer surface, yeah. and gets in and sees that the goes. Oh look! Oh, I was it is right. round. It is, no, it oh, is it's flat. flat yeah. <laughs> and then he dies. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Uh, this can't, is can't this spread is the great. word. Mister Hughes's main sponsor for his rocket is Research Flat Earth. He previously told the Associated Press, "I don't believe in science." <laughs> okay. It, this is working out well. This is a man who's all about logic. Yeah. Okay. I know about... They, can they just lock him up instead? I think so, yeah. yeah. I I know about aerodynamics and fluid dynamics and how things move through the air, mm. about certain sizes of rocket nozzles and thrust, but that's not science. Right. That's just a formula. Sure. Uh, is that That's not a formula. That's... that's, that's, that's it's, it's, it's essentially it's, science. <laughs> it's, it's not a formula. Did, this is a, an idiot. What? Yeah. He's probably an evangelical Christian, actually. Or let's be honest. I'm not going to go there. Why um, not? Well, yeah, you're probably right. That's yeah. the problem. Is he um, American? He is American. Yes, yeah. of course he's American. But did you see who's joined the flat Earth ranks this? Well, we've got Shaquille O'Neal, Shaquille O'Neal, Curry a, Irving. Was, uh, he's oh, on yeah. board. But now Freddie Flintoff. That's right. What's Fred? I would have not thought that. He's came out this week and said that he's insisted, not just said, insisted. Yeah. He's not there having was, a laugh at all with this. There was evidence to suggest the world isn't round. If you're in a helicopter and you hover, why does the Earth not come to you if it's round? No, Fred, that's Why, if we're hurtling through space, why would water stay still? Why is it not wobbling? <laughs> also, oh. if you fire a laser about 16 miles, if the world was curved, you shouldn't be able to see it. But you can. Stick to cricket, Freddie. Stick, stick to cricket and reality shows. <laughs> yeah, um, stick to boxing. Is, I, I can't get my head round. Right. <laughs> <laughs> he still can't get his head round it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Freddie oh. Flintoff. That's a real bummer because you think about him singing Elvis on the cricket pitch. And oh, that. He's know. a good lad, and you I've really got love him. Story. And all of a sudden now you're talking just, about. Did, uh, didn't he win that jungle? Get me out. Yeah, of yeah, yeah that's it. right. Yeah. And now he's sort of coming across as he's gone a bit mental. He has gone a bit mad. It's oh. uh, it's disturbing. He's um, I've I've. I've, I've 
meant to bring this up a couple of weeks ago. He's been in a musical as well. Freddy. Yeah. Is he, uh, what's it's his about, role? What's it's about fat people there? as well. It's, that's the basic Genu- theme it is, of the yeah, idea. It's, uh, um, I didn't, I haven't brought is, it in. I haven't got it, it in is front it of in me. Is it a positive light, negative light? Uh, I think so, yeah. You haven't read the blurb? No, right. but I've got a news report about it. I was going to bring it up, but okay. uh, we haven't had a chance to fit it in because, as you well know, Rob, mm. we just have so much stuff to get through. There's too much. But before we get to any more stuff, we have to thank the great mm. people at Masita, the greatest sportswear, teamwear in Australia, Dutch company, been around 100 years, but they are doing great things in the world of football and any team sport you fancy. Quidditch, Gaelic football, curling, hurling, and unfurling. Well done. Tell the people in Mesita that Beefy and Rob sent you, and they will look after you. That's mesita.com.au. Is unfurling a sport? Oh, it is now. That one. Yeah. Well, I'm sure yeah. it is. They'll, they'll figure something out. They're going to figure something out. All right. Um, I, was, <laughs> I found this uh, sport last night. Uh, I happened to be, I don't know why, don't ask me why, it was about the uh, Travellers Gypsy communities in Britain mm. on the TV. It was like my big fat gypsy wedding, but it was about travellers and getting moved on. They were having a catapult or slingshot tournament. What, like catapulting like, themselves? No, no, stones and things. They were hitting cans and targets yeah. but with a catapult, with a slingshot. Right. They were actually having an organised catapult contest. Is it uh, indoors? Are they in No, uniforms? it's outdoor. No, no, no. It's a bit rough around the edges, is it? Very rough around the edges. Bohemian approach? It's not like uh, bike polo, Rob. Sure, right. That's oh, an in-house gosh, joke. We haven't yeah. talked about that for a while. Yeah. Uh, Carl's telling us that Miss South Africa won Miss I was, Universe. That's what I was leading to. Oh, sorry, Rob. I, I was sitting there. I, was, I meant to talk about my punting. Yes. I am on right now. I'm sitting there. There's 86 women. I go, Miss South Africa. That's the one. Oh. If I could live bet, that's the one I'm going for. Right. Didn't even think about it. Just checked before I came here and she won. Yeah. Bang, bang. I'm on. Was, I'm uh, on. was Miss Universe on live in the middle of the night or was it pre-recorded? I didn't, I'm not sure. Steve Harvey was hosting. Steve Harvey. You, didn't yeah. he stuff it up the other year? Um, I think so. He made a joke about yeah, it. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. He got hired again. <laughs> Go yes. He's on a contract with Trumpy. <laughs> that's for sure. All right. Uh, more news. Yeah. What have more we got? news. Hey, have you been to uh, this web, uh, website, conjunctivitis.com? Uh, not recently. No. It's, no. A, it's a site for sore eyes, Rob. Ooh, there we go. They're getting worse, those one-liners. Do you write these, or are they... Um, do you just I look think I've at, heard do you, that do you before Google them? You just heard I heard that one previously. So I didn't like, make that one I up. ask you, is there any news from Melton this week? Hey, well, it's been... How hot was it today? Well, I don't know. You tell me. Well, well, how was Melton? Very, very hot. Why is that? Because it's the hottest place on earth. Why? Because it's Melton. Okay, we're going to practice this right now. <laughs> I say, is there any news from Melton? You say, it's the hottest place on earth, Melton. I yeah. say, why? Because it's, it's Melton. Melton. Yeah. That's it. I just like you, to add you a bit keep of... keep going. It's like the... You um... mucked up Carl's cricket timing on the, on the gag. <laughs> you know. It's the sprinkles on the, on the Sunday, Rob. That's what I like to do. Uh, what other news we got? Um, hey, you know what we talked about that sumo guy that uh, got done for harassment? Oh, yeah, yeah. The uh, part Mongolian, wasn't he? Part Mongolian, yeah. Yep. Well, he's actually come out and he's had to retire because of the scandal. Really? Couldn't, yeah, yeah. couldn't withstand the couldn't social media it. backlash? Yeah. Uh, if they get social media backlash, I'm sure they do. Yep. Uh, he apologised from his heart to his fans, governing sports body and his wife for causing such trouble. Um, as a Yokozuna, I feel responsible for injuring Takanawa and so will retire from today. Mm-hmm. Uh, according to the media reports, the fighter coup and the star Andri- angry, talking about social media, because his younger colleague was checking his smartphone. So it was all to do with social media. I've always got more respect for the no apology Stiggy Hilsen. Just <laughs> yes. like, nah, 
Nah, not not apologising for anything. I'll do it again. In fact, come on, next guy, line me, line him up. Yeah, yeah. The Japanese are so uh, staunch. At a press conference, a speaker for the advisory board to the Japanese Sumo Association said the case required extremely harsh punishment, but that no final decision had been made yet. Here we go. There is almost no doubting that an act of violence was carried out. It seems clear to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So non-committal, it's clear. unbelievable. Uh, brilliant. Hey, um, I went to the cricket up in Brisbane. Yes, I know you did. I saw the first three days, and yeah. then I witnessed an absolute... And, and, you, and you left at that and thought, oh, we're, we're going to win this. <laughs> I thought we were competitive at that stage, but uh, clearly not the fourth day they slumped. Yeah. But uh, I see uh, Ben Stokes arrived in New Zealand this morning. Oh, is he? Yeah. Is he going to start playing for New Zealand? He's going to ditch you a lot? Well, he's, he's born there. He was born there, yeah. and he's gone to Canterbury. Yep. Uh, he's going to play for Canterbury on the weekend. He's probably going to squeeze in a couple of one-dayers mm-hmm. for Canterbury, yep. and then probably he'll play at Perth, is the guess. They keep him very quiet. This is Adelaide, then Perth. Yeah, Adelaide starts yep. Saturday, um, so then Perth for the third test. You better at least draw one of them before Boxing Day, or well, else it's just I think with the pink ball, the, that's the problem with England. They've got two bowlers. And that's it. Nothing yeah. else backing There's them up. There's always so. going to be a result of day-nighter. Yeah, I think so. And yeah. probably within four days as well. Mm. Um, but why do you, why is Ben Stokes allowed to play for Canterbury? They have strict... Uh, they're only allowed a certain number in the squad in New Zealand cricket, apparently. Right. Uh, he's allowed to fill a roster spot because one of the Canterbury guys has been stood down because he pleaded guilty to assault. Ah, Yes. That's Ken, quite ironic, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it is quite ironic. That's it. Ken McClure, that? apparently. Uh, but uh, basically, McClure's, they reckon, uh, his is a little bit different. It's a right. drinking thing, whereas obviously Stokes is so trying to defend him. He's just committed the crime. He's right in amidst it. Yep. Whereas Stokes is ha- he's sort of on parole now, isn't he? Yeah, he is a little bit on yeah. parole. So, so uh, they're a bit more lenient. They yeah. say you're in uh, recovery, rehabilitation. Yeah. You've got to start somewhere. Give him another chance. Well, that's right. Yeah, so, uh, forgiving people down in Canterbury. <laughs> yes. New Zealand as a whole, very progressive country. Well, that's it. I mean, obviously, there's been issues with uh, Jesse Ryder, was uh, yeah. in an induced coma after being attacked four yeah. years ago in Christchurch. Oh, yeah. violent Christchurch. You were, you went there, didn't you? You were there. I was at the there for two years. Yeah, I enjoy. I joined in the violence. Yeah. <laughs> really, just joining? Yeah, lots of. They had this beer called Nahiri Gold. Oh, you love Nahiri flagons, and you top it up in the shop. You just get two of them, and it was just this mongrel beer from rural Canterbury. Yeah, and it would the alcohol percentage said five to twelve percent. Oh, that's a nice bit of, bit of leeway there. Bit of leeway. Yeah, could, yeah. You could get a strong one, or you could get a light one. Mate, people have two of those and damage control. Yeah, that's mm. it. Shane Watson chipped in with the Ben Stokes story. What did he say? Uh, he believes the England Wales cricket board should put his foot down and suspend Stokes for the entire Ashes. <laughs> He's uh, spoken like a, spoken like a true Australian there. Well, um, just, uh, you know why? What's the logic there? Just well, obviously, few... if Stokes plays, Australia probably have a contest. Whereas yeah. if Stokes doesn't play, Australia win five nil or four okay. nil or four okay. one. So oh, well, it's good go. that he's contributing. Is he, is he in a, looking for a journalism career or something like that? Shane Watson, he's, he's yeah. chairman of the Players Association. Oh, right. Turned up asking for a pay rise, wearing his $7,000 designer jacket, yeah. uh, pleading the players are poor. I just saw a post on Facebook of him and his wife selling their house for about two mil or something. Yeah. You know, that's what happens. He's doing all right. Pleads poor, though. <laughs> Double right. brands, bro! Double brown. Oh, yes. Good man. The double <laughs> man. brown. There we go. That was my go-to as a young lad. When double I was, brands. Because the drinking age was 20 when I was like 16, 17. 
and we used to go down to this. There was this horrible beer called Double Brown. Oh yeah, it was rank. It's the one they drink in Once Warriors, you know. Oh yeah. Yeah, and I used to get a dozen of that for nine ninety five. Yeah, pretty cheap. That is. And they what they used to have this thing called the upside down double brown. Now what Whoa. the goal was here is you do a headstand. Oh yeah. And you have to try and do the whole double brown while you're doing a headstand. Nice. And one occasion, an entire range of double brown beer came out, and the labels were, we're upside, upside down. <laughs> hey! Ready to go upside down. Oh, double how brown. good's that? Oh, I'm glad for that text. Thank well you. Well done. Yes. Yeah, very good. Um, what was I going to say? Was that like lion brown? Uh, no, that's the opposition. Oh, I mean, equally it? rank. Equally rank, yeah. yeah. But D, that's double runs on the DB side. That's yeah. uh, Line... Line Nathan, yep. Yeah. No, Dominion Breweries. Oh, Dominion DB, yeah. Yeah, and then Line Nathan's DB, line. DB, so to speak. It was the double DB. Yes. Yeah. There you go. Double Any other girl. Kiwis that fancy calling about Tui or Steinlager <laughs> or anything else, give us a ring, 94291116, or send us an SMS on 0433981116. Any drinking stories we... Truly appreciate on 365 Days of Sport. No doubt about it. No doubt about it. Hey, the Nigerian bobsled team has qualified for the Olympics. Really? Yes. So they're stepping up. They are stepping well, up. How's Jamaica going these days? Are I they? think that they've only got a two-man team left, I think, right. at the minute, Jamaica. Okay. But okay. Um, the Nigerian women bobsled team. Great. They've yeah. got in. They're, they're, a, they're a trio, so they're a, they're a squad of two. But mm. they're a squad of three making up the two. I was going to call it two-man bobsled. Right. Uh, but it's obviously a two-women bobsleigh. But one of the positions is called brakeman. Yeah. You can't get around that. That's what Sanka was in um, Cool Runnings, you know. There you go. He's the one that just pulls the yeah. claw. Oh, I see what you're saying. The man thing. Yeah. Brakeman. Break man. That, that's Break the woman. position. And that's just, that's it. That's it, because uh, there you go. Um, yeah, is it because they like one syllable? It's a bit of a mouthful with the woman? Break woman. Break chick. Break man. Break chick. Oh, that would be work. I'm the break chick. Break lass. <laughs> break lass. Mm. The break bird. Go a bit old school Can you do a break bird? I think you can do. We you can, can make do up something anything. else. We can yeah. keep going. I'm pretty sure they won't listen to us, though. But uh, oh, what else? nobody does. The <laughs> three people that are listening so far haven't even uh, texted in yet, apart from Mavs. Uh Anyway, Sayun Adijun Noguzi Onwumeri and Akwama Omiaga. That's my Nigerian uh, names for you. Well They're the first ever African representative, not just Nigeria, African, uh, male or female, to qualify for the Winter Games uh, in Bosley. Uh, one of them said, because I'm not going to repeat those names again, I basically got into the sport of bobsledding in 2015 after a little bit of a hiatus from athletics. I also learned that Nigeria had never had any Winter Olympians before. Uh, and then, obviously, the, she found out that Africa had never been represented by any bobsled team. Mm. Um, so, yeah. so well they done, went Nigeria. In. So this is Adigan joined the U.S. bobsled team as a brakeman in 2016. So they, I don't quite understand how then she switches to Nigeria, or dual nationality, possibly. Mm. Um, but as a brake man, because she, she had a little bit of experience, they said, well, you can drive. Because <laughs> the other sense is it's like cool running. <laughs> exactly the same. It is exactly the uh, same. The women, all former track and field a- athletes, say their skills help them in bobsledding. The only thing that's really different in terms of the actual sport is the winter and cold side of things. Mm, that's mm. the only difference, apparently. So they actually crowdfunded their Olympic journey to buy the bobsleigh and everything else. So they actually got oh, people to fund their well efforts. Done. Um, Great spirit. Adigan said, I didn't have a clue what bobsled was before the 2014 Games. Outside of the movie Cool Runnings, I never knew. Oh, there you go. I guarantee you everyone's knowledge of bobsledding comes from Cool Runnings. That's 100% true, Rob. Yep. 100% true. Um, anonymous, did we ever take partake in the Undy 500? 
I'll have to look it, look was it up. This person. I know. I, I didn't actually partake in it, but I know exactly that, that race. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Talk the, us through was, the Undy 500, uh, Rob. The engineering society would get together and everyone had to buy a car that you couldn't buy a car for more than $500. Oh, okay. And you had to drive from Christchurch to Dunedin, which is about a four and a half hour drive. Yep. Obviously a designated driver, but it's a pub crawl for, for a four and a half hour drive. And everyone dresses their cars up in a theme. Oh. And uh, they have all sorts of different ones. Um, there was one who had Gonzo, Miss Piggy, and Kermit all together on top of a uh, car carrying out um, a scene, which I use your imagination so you can figure yeah. something uh, awful yep. going on there. Little, little stupid ideas like that, and everyone just goes down, and it's a complete shambles. And by the time they arrive, they arrive in Dunedin, which is also the yep. major student town. Yeah. And, uh, Pretty feral, pretty disgusting. Would be. Mm. Uh, do they? Is there an actual winner, or is it just for kicks? Uh, I can't remember if it's an actual race, or they judge it more on. They can't really make it a race. Yeah, it's like the gumball <laughs> rally. <laughs> I think they just judge it more on best uh, sort of attire and themed vehicle. Nice, love it. Mm. All right. Well, after the success last week of our top tens, Rob. After the break, we will come back with Rob Bryce's top ten. 365 Days of Sport. Ladies and gentlemen, here's tonight's top ten. Oh, I got a live one here. Oh, I love it, Rob. Rob Bryce there with the new Top 10 Sting. <laughs> I thought you would listen to it beforehand. I did, no? actually. Yeah, I've just been uh, rude. Um, mate, I set the bar high last week. I Massively know. high. Very, very high indeed. Yes. Um, and I don't think it can quite top... You need you need ridiculous puns. There's well, a joke true. in the name. You just say the name. Yeah. It's funny. Simple yeah, as that. Yeah, true. There we go. There's but only one what, chubby yeah. cocks. <laughs> there it goes. Again, we're both <laughs> laughing. Just say so. Yeah. Um, now, this I did realise, though, upon reflection yeah. of the uh, success of that segment, that was not the first top ten we've ever done. Oh, really? We've not, we're not on this show. It was okay. the first one on the show. Yeah. But if you recall, when we were going around on the trip, the great, yeah. the great successful failure that was 365 <laughs> Days of Sport, we posted a top ten, because there was a, we're getting certain routines, the same yeah. things that happened, relationship back and forth between the two of us. The sort of variations on where we're at. Yeah. And I would often ask the same sort of questions of what we were doing on the journey to you, <laughs> right. hoping you would know the answer. Okay. And I posted on Facebook, top 10 questions, amateur professional sports journalist Rob Bryers regularly asked Beefy during the 365 days of sport journey. Okay. All right? <laughs> yep. Ready? Number 10. What's this sport called that we're watching? <laughs> Very true. No idea. Yep. That caught me out in Canada when I had to go into customs. We got split up. Yeah. I had to go through, and I, they asked me which sport are we going to. Yeah. Because I told them I was a sports journalist. Yeah. And I didn't know. No. Yeah. And so then they questioned my credibility. Not the best sports. Number nine. Around. Number nine. What country are we going to today? Oh well. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That also happened. It did. Yeah. We're in New York. Uh, and we're going, what are we up to? Oh, we're going to go to the airport. Oh, why? We're going to Japan. Oh, okay. Via China. <laughs> Number eight. So who is that guy I just interviewed? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Rob's knowledge of certain sports people uh, was lacking. <laughs> Number seven. 
Do we get in the Qantas lounge on this flight? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. that's a standard. Chance. I thought that would be number one. Yeah, yeah. Be in there. Qantas or the lounge. Admiral's lounge, of course. Admiral's the uh, cousin uh, yeah. for you. American Airlines? You American Airlines? Airlines, yeah. Number six, we've got a six ABC here. This Ooh. is a combo always came together. Number six, how much is a beer here? Yep. Six B, what's the exchange rate? Six C, do they serve beer at service stations here? Yes. That was the revelation. It was, for you. Uh, in New Zealand, Australia, you would, it doesn't happen. Nor Anywhere U- else in the world. Nor the UK, I don't think. Right. Really, yeah. Although they've got a few more Tescos and things in service stations now. I couldn't but... believe that. It's beer straight off service station. What are they trying to encourage there? That's it. Sensible behaviour? Australia's drive-through bottle shops, though. Well, you got to get over that. <laughs> Number five. How far is it to Walmart? <laughs> Walmart was our favourite place in the States. We uh, we spent a lot of time there in Walmart. Mm-hmm. Number four. Beefy, why do you always wait until we get inside the hotel room before you fart? <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's better out than in. Better in than out. Well, for you, maybe. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. I can't smell, by There's the way. There's no if, sense uh, of smell. Yes. So you just close the door and that's it. Yep. Number three, can I have some money? <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. Number two, what day is it? Well, that's Very standard simple. for us both. Very us standard. That that's where we were. And number one of questions, top, top ten questions, professional amateur sports journalist Rob Ryers asked Beefy during the 365 Days of Sport Journey. I want fried chicken for dinner. <laughs> That's every night. Which isn't a question. No. It's more of a statement. A statement or a demand. But uh, I got my fair of fries. You always wanted ranked pizza. Yeah. Yeah. $5 in 7-Eleven, the pizza was... Mm. Uh, I, I actually kind of started enjoying it after well, I, a while. I, I, you get used to it because you're used to that level. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, someone texted in about pizza before. I don't know what, they? what they've got onto. Anyway, so that oh, is very good. this week's top ten. I like it, yes. That's, yeah. uh, that gives you a really decent insight into mine and Rob's relationship when we were mm. on the road doing 365 Days of Sport. Uh, but very good, Rob. I liked it. That yeah, brought back bad. some memories, not, yeah. Uh, we better talk to some texters here. Uh, Nathan Listerfield, uh, who's Randy from Listerfield, does Ben Stokes play in any of the Ashes tests? Uh, I believe he's going to play two one days and they're going to fly him in for Perth. He'll probably play Perth. Melbourne and Sydney, that's uh, that's the word on the street. He wouldn't be in New Zealand unless he was going to play. Uh, Dean from Crib Point, Carlsberg Elephant Beer, 9.4%. Yeah, yeah. I remember my dad having a sixer of that in the yeah. uh, fridge when I was a young lad. And One a night or six a night? I uh, I don't recall when it was devoured, but it, it eventually was. Okay. This was in 1987. Beautiful. Yeah. Uh, anonymous, uh, we want to know what MUSOC is. M-U-S-O-C, the prez. Yeah. Um, Rob's not quite oh, sure. Oh, thinking it's is the engineering society, so MUSOC, is it music society? Yeah. Uh, and Bob, Bob, it's great to have you back. We've missed you, mate. We've missed <laughs> you last week. I missed the abuse. <laughs> Australian football is the most popular winter sport in Australia, why isn't included in the Winter Olympics? Rob, why isn't Aussie Rules in the Winter Olympics? I think because no one else in the world plays it. True. Apart, I mean, they do the international rules, which I watched this year, by the way. It was it quite was, good. I, I enjoy the international rules. I enjoyed rules. it. Um, um, I thought it was amazing Joel Selwood got sent off. You can't get sent off in AFL. Yeah. It's, a, it's very strange. It's only, I think, honestly, and I'd love to hear the people's opinion on this, It's I reckon it's only a matter of time before AFL brings in sending offs. Mm. I think it is. Well, there's that. And I also couldn't believe when they, uh, concussion rules, that someone gets knocked out and they can come back on the field. Yeah, well, they have to do a test and things mm. nowadays, but there you right, go. There's some AFL for you, Bob. Yeah, AFL, yeah. Bob! Yeah, I don't know what he's doing now that the draft's over. Oh, it's yeah. not, is it? Bob, what are you going to do with yourself for the next three months? <laughs> Unbelievable. The draft's over. Is there any news now? Is there any AFL news between now and February? There was, There is. 
Definitely. Or is there? People coming back from holidays, oh, holidays. What they're doing for Christmas, who's getting married, social yep. stuff. You know, there's always social, room for more. Yeah. Dustin Martin. It, really? Yeah, there'll be stuff on him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, there you go. That's AFL News. Our roundup for this week. Um, I saw some bloke run a um, four-minute 13-mile on a glacier this week. A, a, a beer mile? Or no, a, no. A regular a, mile. A regular mile, but on a glacier. On a glacier? yeah, yeah. How did he? How can you find a, surf, a sensible enough service on a glacier? Don't know. To manage that one. I just one? saw it. The headline. I didn't really look into it. I wasn't going to bring it up this week. I'll probably next week. Anyway, okay, we'll get some uh, more information on yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. But week. four minutes thirteen. But I was going to touch on BMR as well. So uh, we'll probably do a bit more on that next week. I'll get some more information about the uh, world glacier record. I look forward to hearing more. Yeah. All right. Uh, we're song. I think. Let's do it. So we played the first song that came to his head. It just so happened to be. It was the worst song in the world. It was the worst song in the world. Listen to the song and it's clear of all because the words don't fit and the song is shit. You're a talentless kid. You suck. You suck indeed. Now, this one's a bit funny. Funny haha, funny strange, funny like you didn't really want to do it. All of the above. Yeah. Um, Serena Williams is mentioned okay. in this song, okay. making a she's, double. She's not the writer. Making a double entry, right. so to speak. Uh, it's from. It's. I took it from uh, the ESPY Awards. What ESPY Awards? Well, they do. They do the ESPY Awards for sports people uh, in America, world champion of America right, type right. stuff. Um, yeah. This is Jamie Fox. Jamie Fox. Jamie Fox doing a. Sp- Sports song. Sports song for Serena Williams. Okay. This song goes out to Serena. Serena. Serena, I love you, Serena. I know you have someone that's that's that you're dating. I can't say it right now. <coughs> Keisha. But Serena, this song is dedicated to you, and, and it's simply named. It's coming out on the ESPN record, so make sure you go get that as soon as you can. It's called "Can I Be Your Tennis Ball." Can I be your tennis ball, tennis ball, tennis ball? You can smack me up against the wall, baby. Do it slow or do it fast. Can I fit inside your bag, baby? Some men want to be J-Lo's thong. Beyonce, C, and Jay-Z, ain't that wrong? This don't look right, don't look this. I'm tired of that Ashanti song. Baby, can you put me on? Let me be your tennis ball. We can go 15, love, 30, 40, love, advantage you, uh, till we get to do. I can't give you everything. I can't give you everything tonight. I want to be. Stand up then if you feel it. Get a standing ovation right now if you feel it. Go ahead. Go ahead and get a standing ovation. We're doing it. Oh my God. Thank you. My word. My word. Yeah. But I can tell you one thing, Serena Girl. You got me. U.S. Open. <laughs> U.S. Open. Yes. Jamie Foxx. The funny thing about that is that Jamie Foxx, if you actually listen to the lyrics of his actual proper songs, right. 
actually equally ridiculous. Oh, they... He doesn't say, I'm going to be a tennis ball. Yeah. But there was one he stood on Graham Norton, and he just started going a cappella on the couch. To oh, yeah. And all of a sudden, you could hear his lyrics loud and clear without the sort of sexy piano in the background. Right. And he's basically just listing all the rooms in the house that he's going to make love to some girl. <laughs> just, ah, just a list. Craig Davis stuff. Bullet point list. Yeah. Yeah, there we go. Songwriting. He, uh, the following year, he hosted the SBs again. He's done a remix with uh, backing singers and a cappella. Yeah. I want to be a tennis ball. <laughs> and then, ooh. In the, yeah, so it's quite funny. Uh, so, worst song. That's, oh, I enjoyed that. It's well, kind then. of what we designed that yeah. segment for, really. Hey, I wanted to ask you, before yeah. we're on the music topic, did you see they brought out Braithwaite last night at the Arias for a special, yeah, special dedication? Guy Sebastian and someone else, <laughs> yeah. Really? And it, I did notice, I did see the highlights, he, he, he just misses mm. every couple of lines, he just joins it mm. with uh, yeah. Aria Hall of Fame. Well, I think the Cox Blight and Braithwaite are just going to be together for Fair end of the day. He's just going to save himself. For that one day, yeah, that's Braith, all he needs. Braithwaite is to the Cox Plate what Michael Bublé is to Christmas. Love Similar it. combo, oh, Rob. Christmas is you, coming. You've just got some magical stuff there, <laughs> uh, Mouse. Uh, yes, do agree. With you. He hasn't been charged. The police have, uh, well, not even charged him, or it may even drop the investigation. So yeah, he should have been in the team until proven guilty. But if you bring him, it's not a great impression if he does get proved guilty. Unfortunately, mm. but yeah, uh, yes. Do agree with you a little bit, but there you go. All right, we better take a break. What are we coming back with? Facts of life. Beautiful. Three hundred and sixty-five days of sport. Somebody contacted us through our Facebook page, like, this week, saying, I've got that bloody Facts of Life thing stuck in my head. Thanks, oh, boys. That's why I remembered it from when I was a kid, because yeah. I used to actually sing that song on my head catchy, a lot. Very catchy, isn't it? Very catchy. It's brilliant. So, Facts of Life this week, where are we headed? Uh, Dubai! Yeah, yeah, the UAE. Uh, rugby Sevens. Rugby it's sevens. the Dubai Sevens. Kicks off the World Sevens rugby circuit this weekend, and I have to say, Dubai, I went to Hong Kong, I've been to the Vegas Sevens. I've been to Brisbane Sevens, Commonwealth Games Sevens. Uh, where Wellington? else have I been? Never went to Wellington. You you know a bit more about that one than me. But Hong Kong, the uh, atmosphere, the environment, the drinking culture, and everything is based in one stand. It look, it's fantastic weekend. Everyone gets on it. It's a fantastic tournament. Uh, Dubai, yeah, thirty thousand people yeah. packed into f- the the whole stadium. Getting on the lash, mm. fancy dress, everything else. It, it's a fantastic tournament. I've said this a couple of times. You've probably heard me on SEN a number of times. If you have a bucket list of sporting events you want to get to, Super Bowl, U.S. Masters, FA Cup Final, Premier League, whatever it is, please, please, please add the Dubai Rugby Sevens. You will not yeah. be disappointed. And it completely took us by surprise, too. We yeah. weren't expecting it. Uh, and- if you say that, you know, 
you're going to go and get smashed in the desert in a dry country. Unashamedly. Unashamedly yeah. smashed. Uh, where a country that doesn't serve alcohol, in fact, doesn't really believe in the serving of alcohol, mm. and yet they build a stadium 50 kilometers out of the city yep. for people to go and get smashed. Yeah. Uh, without you know breaking laws of Islam and or that's, Muslim, that's, that's whatever it is, tolerance is what it's called. Tolerance and acceptance just proves that the UAE and the Emirati mm. kind of they know their local population. Yeah, yeah. They just confine it into a stadium yeah. and confine it there, and it doesn't spill out into the streets. So Beef has painted a very clear picture of how messy this event is, and so just to give you an idea, we're going to take a, a uh, we've got an audio clip from a video that we made. Yep. Of uh, us at the tournament starts off just a little chat from Beefy and myself, and then it cuts into what's essentially sort of a street talk, Sam Newman style Ooh. style thing, which, yeah. which on video is very easy. But they might just you have to tune in pretty carefully on the audio. Yeah, and there's a bit of music underneath and stuff. But uh, so you get lots of chopped up, just drunken comments from people in the crowd, dressed up in all sorts of different attires, and uh, it's a complete shambles. I've got to say, at one stage, Rob interviews a horse. Yes. Well, we're in the middle of the desert, and all of a sudden, unbelievable. Dubai Simmons, rugby time. Rugby time. This is the place for it. Yeah. It's about, oh, yeah, 20,000 here? Yeah, probably more now, yeah. And there's all variety of nations, everyone's dressed up. Oh, yeah. Um, going mental, basically. Go, yeah, it is full-on debauchery. Massive boozing. Yeah. Um, uh, I, I, I predict all sorts of mayhem. Yeah. No, it's amazing, and... Um, Look, I've been to the Vegas 7s, I've been to the Hong Kong 7s, and, mate, this is up. Do you feel you've contributed well to the festive occasion here today, everyone? It's been a detox week for us, and um, <laughs> it's just green, green tea, yogurt, and fruit. All right, what the hell are we representing here? What's going on? This is the October 15th. Yes. So you're representative of Germany? Germany's team, we didn't find them, but we've been looking. Are you in, is Germany in the tournament? I think so, yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Right, I've got two drunk horses here. How's your day? Yeah, brilliant, 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 brilliant. It's fantastic. Absolutely um, loving life. Right, are you lot? I'm from New Zealand. What the hell happened? Oh. Hey, I'm not going to lie but I watched a little bit of rugby, and we don't play much rugby. We went to beat the New Zealand tonight. That was one of the greatest victories we've ever seen. Yeah. It was incredible. Yeah. Yeah. New Zealand is a powerhouse in rugby. Yeah. Yeah. Powerhouse. In the U.S., not yeah, so much. Yeah, I'm, I'm really, really pleased to be here. So we're here, we're speaking with... Noli. And Kaz. We're a, a married, just got married couple, actually. Got married, divorced next week, but... Oh, wow, well, it's yeah. good to just keep things moving. And yeah. what inspired the zebra costume? A um, lot of research, and I think... <laughs> we've got two New Zealanders here. Oh, shit. Dear, oh, dear. Are you finding navigation difficult? Yes, yes, yes. You, you feel like you're right on track? We can smell like a horse, we know what we're doing. Yeah. Um, do you think it's wise to drink and wear horse heads? No, yes. no, 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 yeah. no, 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 I wanted to just measure him up, you know. How's Merz looking these days? Is he still looking athletic? Bit chubby. No. Bit chubby. Bit chubby. chubby. Yeah. Do you feel like you guys were a big assistance in the result? Oh, we were a huge part of it. Yeah, yeah. Screaming Statue of Liberty here in the UAE. Doug Dynasty, look at this bit. Yeah. Can you grow this? No. I'm going to get close to that. Neither can you. I don't think I can even find that and stick it on my face. Brian. My name is Brian Owadi. I'm from Kenya. Yes, and... 
My name is Mike. People call me Big Mike for some reason, Big also Mike. from Kenya. Yeah. Now we've been smashing a few beers. You behave yourselves, or yeah, what else going? We've Not been smashing a few beers. Yeah, yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. It's the usual oh. combo, Brian and Big Mike. You guys, the combo deal, always work together. Yeah, man. You know what I mean. Yes. Island, island. Lovely, lovely. Here we go. Why did you bring your mum to the interview? Do you think your country would be proud of you today? Yes, Ireland. Ireland's going to win the lot. Ireland's going to win the lot. We, we thought they were prisoners initially until they showed us their mum. Wow, they went, they went down, didn't they? I know. 30 South Africa beat everyone's ass. Have you got anything interesting to say? I'm up for Ireland and the All Blacks. Okay, is that the no? Gosh, dear, oh dear, it's all going to pieces here. This is fantastic. You got any beer? Jeez, you guys absolutely stink. I've got to be honest. It's disgusting. Go away. Get out of here. We're on camera. Oh, my dear, oh dear. Well, we've got Irish and New Zealand. Oh, Jesus, that's getting filthy. Great for lovely chat to you guys. Thank you. Get messy. Thank get messy. You. Have plenty more drinks. Yes, we're going to watch us. I'm going to listen to New Zealand. Thank you. Good luck with the divorce. Look, I'm looking forward to seeing in 2019. Adam, for this, when you come back to We've always did it, but we thought we didn't want to be Aussies. So, good, good, good. I like it. Yeah, better humility. Does that work? Well, lads, all the best. And uh, I don't know if we'll take the tournament out because we already lost to uh, the USA. Yeah, uh, Mum and Dad would be proud of this performance today, you think? Oh, yeah. For yeah, the yeah. USA? Of course, man. We've been New Zealand, my friend. I'm sorry. The Kiwis went down today. The Kiwis went down. I'm apologizing. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's apologizing while he's laughing. This is a man real sympathetic. Woo! I like it. USA! All right. Well done. Congratulations. Yeah, good night, huh? Now piss off. <laughs> Ah, Amazing. great memories, great memories. We'll put that show on our Facebook page yeah. um, because it is one of the better shows that we did. So if you look up 365 Days of Sport Radio on Facebook, the page is there. Please join the fun. Mm. Uh, mate, we've raced through again. Unbelievable. Done and dusted. It's what incredible. And uh, I'd like to thank everyone that takes it in because uh, we didn't even get any abuse this week, Rob. What's not going one. on? Two weeks in a row, We're no probably, abuse. We must be doing something not, right. Not even from decrepit Bob who's sitting there sitting whiskey uh, playing solitaire he's, on computer by He's himself. reading the SEN <laughs> footy book about the draft. Of course he is, Bob. Uh, thanks for joining us, everyone. We've got to thank Masita for letting us do this uh, weekly jaunt through the world of sport. I'd like to thank Rob for joining me, Carl for being on the buttons, and we'll see you next week.